Welcome to Bollywood is for Lovers, part of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. I'm Aaron Fraser. And I'm Matt Bose. Suryavanshi has finally unloaded itself into theaters, and our good friend and cinephile Devin Bruce has dropped by to discuss Rohit Shetty's ethically questionable cop universe. First up, Ajay Devgan slaps things off in 2011's Singham and 2014's Singham Returns as the titular Bajrao Singham, an honest police officer who will go to great lengths to stomp out corruption. Then Ranveer Singh steps up as Simba, a corrupt cop who has a moral awakening while awake- investigating a sexual assault in 2018's Simba. Before we begin, we would like to respectfully acknowledge that we record this podcast on Treaty 6 territory, home to First Nations and Métis people. Uh, we'd also like to just put a bit of a disclaimer out here at the top of the episode that Unsurprisingly, as you've probably already heard, one of these films does deal with sexual assault. Uh, it's the third film we will be discussing, Simba. So I just want to put that out there. If you'd like to skip that section or just prepare to listen to it, I don't think we'll be going into too much detail, but it is impossible to talk about that film without talking about sexual assault. So there is that. Devin. Hello. Welcome back. Thanks for having thanks for having me. I kicked down your door and then asked very politely if I could be here. Uh, there we busted through the door, sitting on top of a jeep. There, there's really no way we could talk about Singham without you. He's in the Three Timers Club now, huh? Yes, welcome to the Three Timers Club. Oh, feels good. Yeah, you're the first one. Oh, feels mm-hmm. great. No wonder, no wonder it's so cold and lonely in here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually not recording in person, unfortunately, because uh, there's still a pandemic. There's a pandemic, yeah. So there's a river separating us. and Indeed. But uh, it's, you know, you're still, you're still with us in spirit in the room. Oh, and you're, and you're there on our screen. So. Yes, it's nice to at least see you. I will warn the listener that I have a little bit of a cold, which I am nursing with uh, nighttime Tylenol and basil hayden's dark rye so the longer this podcast goes on uh my voice might sound better but the things i say might sound worse that's how you generate good pod (laughs) fair enough okay so so devin why why have you wanted to be on this particular episode so badly of all the episodes we could have invited you to come back for for your hat trick why why sing him there are two reasons. Uh, the first one is it is, this fist and this fist. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a right hook and a left jab. No, um, there are two specific reasons. One, it was one of the very first movies that I was excited to talk with you guys about. Mm. And then have the both of you said, oh, we haven't seen that one. And I said, how? How could you have not seen this? I saw it twice in 24 in, in 48 hours. Just hadn't come across our desk yet. And uh, and so, yeah, I was just like, all right, well, it's it's astonishing. And one day we will talk about it. And then and then it became a joke that I would talk about it with you on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, the other reason that I am here specifically is because I th- <laughs> because Singham is important to me um, in understanding Bollywood, really. Hmm. Um, I, I I think Singham was my first big like masala hero movie, mm. um, and uh, having now watched it three times, I can definitely see like parts of it unfolding like an onion 
um, as I get more steeped in the culture and, and see more movies, mm-hmm. um, uh, at least in the first one. I mean, um, his theme song says that he is the most important being in the universe. So there is that. Yep. Yeah. And he is a god on the earth. I think one of the reasons that we hadn't watched it until now is because I'm just not a huge fan of Ruby Shetty, <laughs> like at all. Uh, the first one I ever saw was Chennai Express. And I remember being super disappointed. I thought it was terrible. I was like, well, I'm done with that guy. <laughs> and Diwale was no great shakes either. Is he Diwale? I yeah. don't think he. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. Diwale was terrible. Like I, and I, I, I haven't seen um, all the Go Mal films, but the one I did see, no. I hated. Yeah, I'm just, I'm not a, I'm not a Rohit Shetty fan. So seeking out. He's a hit machine though. Seeking out Singham was not on what? my list of things to do. <laughs> he cranks out banger after banger. People will run to the theater for this. Mm-hmm. Isn't it like eight movies in a row that have hit the 100 core club or something like that? Yeah. He's a money machine. He's a money monster. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and, and again, I didn't know anything about Rohit Shetty. I was just like, oh, it's it's Singham. Uh, it is it is the guy who is best known to me at the time for playing Othello. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, and I'm like, oh, cool. He's going to be an, an action cop. That'll be fun. And, and have then, we talked about Ajay Devkin in every episode you've been on? Probably. He wasn't in Happy New Year or ABCD2. Oh, the dancing. Yeah, right. No, I'm sure we talked about him, though. Yeah. He's, he's inescapable. He's Singham is all around us and is part of us. Yeah. I do sometimes think about how amazing it, it was that your introduction to both Ajay Devgan and Saif Ali Khan and potentially also Karina Kapoor was Omkar. <laughs> I'd seen Karina Kapoor in, I'd seen like clips of her in stuff, okay. but I'd never seen uh, anything from those other two before Omkara and then was like oh these guys are great and you're like wow did you have a weird movie to start with what are all their other movies like they're probably very similar to Omkara right in all fairness I love Omkara and I love their performance it's a great movie Mm -hmm. and I have it is an outlier I have great things to say about all of these actors though I will say that Ajay Devgan's probably like among the three he's he's not the one that I gravitate towards people know I love he's Singham and Chavay Yes, and I don't know he's, if you could have more of a heroic uh, person that exists. I do, I do, I do have a a big soft spot for Chauvet, which I, of course, was going to come up this episode. It has okay, to. So, so as as like I, Chauvet is to the mountains, as Singham is to justice, the people, the people, the right? People. Yeah, right. He's anti-corruption, so. He's not specifically to the justice system or anything. It's more like the the justice of the people. Yeah. And I think that I think that it's really interesting that they delve so much into that, like subtext in Singham Returns. Mm-hmm. Whereas before I'm really just talking out of my butt. It's not subtext at all. But I do think that Oh, no, it is literally the text. Yeah. <laughs> he literally like he doesn't pull up a conch to his mouth, but in the first one, he's able to summer summon his entire village to help him mm-hmm. and and prakash uh, raj is just like that's unfair you can't have a whole village help you and meanwhile he also has like an entire army of thugs so i don't know mm-hmm. i you know this prakash raj guy i don't know if i agree with him on that one you're taking, so- you're taking an early you're taking an early thumbs down on the villain of singham got it yeah even though the man has 
he is genetically like the perfect face for bugging out eyeballs. Mm-hmm. He could do a reaction shot like no other. So before we get to our discussion of these films, uh, I have I have a bit of preamble about Rohit Shetty's cop universe. He says that this is like India's Avengers. Right? Well, he is. But like they all have the same costume because they're all cops. So <laughs> they like, have at, different at, powers, though. At a different, at a, okay. I am very excited <laughs> to see what your your take on the power levels of the three guys so far is. <laughs> we don't know Suryavanchi, but uh, yes. So we haven't watched that yet. Yes. So Suryavanchi is in theaters. And while I'm not a huge Rohit Shetty fan, I am excited that big masala filmmaking is back in theaters. We haven't had the chance to go see it yet. We're hoping to go see it soon. And before we go see it, obviously, we wanted to catch up with, you know, the the rest of the cop universe. So we're not going in cold, right? You don't want to go into like captain marvel without having seen iron man 3 <laughs> i think you'd be really lost if you went into the fourth one with yeah <laughs> you think yeah. so wait yeah. have you seen it already did you go no see it? no oh. i i did think about trying to squeeze it in and surprise you but i just didn't mm. that would be time. funny yeah you know you picked iron man 3 and captain marvel i think <laughs> I actually you probably could watch them in isolation i don't know if there's much in common <laughs> well and i saw simba before i saw sing and sing returns and i wasn't lost so but anyways we haven't seen zero Vanchi yet uh hoping to go soon uh devin will let you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> we'll let you know in case you're you able get to over join. your cold and then we'll go yeah watch some justice be administered yeah uh so this cop universe is a shared universe uh created by rohit shetty why does it, anyone do crimes in this universe it seems like justice will happen to your universe so probably don't do a crime because probably. you will be beaten senseless by a man wearing all brown mm-hmm. at some point yeah so it consists of the feature films Singham, Singham Returns, Simba, and Surya Vanchi, which is in theaters now. Singham 3 has been announced for 2023. And there is an upcoming TV series in the universe uh, that is potentially going to star Siddharth Maholtra. Uh, it will be on Amazon Prime and is set to debut August 2022. He needs a hit. My man needs something. And if it's like... Siddharth Maholtra, not Rohit Shetty. Rohit no, Shetty's no, fine. Siddharth needs something. And if it's like he's the file clerk at the Mumbai police office or something and he's able to use nerd powers to punch people through walls, that could be something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he needs he needs a hit. He, yeah. Maybe they'll, bring, they'll rope in his uh, gentleman character. Why not? Maybe. They could get the family man in here too. I yeah, just like have all sorts of crossovers. Everyone who uses um, extra legal uh means to stop criminals. Well, we are seeing like so because of the success of this, and I think other shared universes and other film industries, we are getting like the YRF shared spy universe. Really? Um yeah. Yeah. So I think oh, you they're mean- no, that's not Tiger. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I think they're going to tie Tiger and War in together. Oh, sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. So kind of this idea uh, of... You can't see it, but Devin is uh, very making excited. a very excited face. Yeah. I, I, I don't entirely understand how it's going to work, but I did see it on like a list of shared universes being developed in Sure, that in sounds Hollywood. good. I mean, they'll probably it'll probably be Tiger versus War. But I mean, I do think those are like I love those YRF, both of those YRF franchises. I guess War, there's still only one film, so I'm not entirely sure if it's a franchise. 
Um, so I'm excited to see that. And we've also seen kind of the development of like Stri and Ruhi trying to also create a bit of a shared universe. So mm -hmm. the idea of shared universes is uh, a, a hot thing in Bollywood now. Uh, I think in part because of how well it's worked in Hollywood and because Rohit Shetty has pulled it off with, with this cop universe. So in addition to the films and this upcoming Amazon TV series, there are also two animated series. You watched all of these, right? I watched some Little Singham. I did not watch all Little Singham. I, there are I got 372 the episodes and you had <laughs> at least two weeks to get on this. So yeah, I'm very true. disappointed. I'm sorry. Uh, so yes, yeah, so the Little Singham came out. Uh, it's debuted in 2018. Uh, from what I understand, it currently consists of two seasons, 372 episodes, and a number of TV movies. Not all of that is on Netflix. Yeah, there's only 216 on Netflix. So you're off the hook for uh 160 odd episodes you better uh, get on it there's also a tv show for simba uh, which came out in 2020 called smashing simba i couldn't confirm how many episodes of smashing simba there is okay so i watched the first two episodes of little singham massive continuity error um little little singham is going to school in the city but if we know literally anything about singham is that he lives in that small town and everyone likes him so, like, is Little Singham a different person? Maybe he commutes. He doesn't commute. <laughs> he rode on a bike to school in the city. Is it a boarding school? We don't, I don't know. I, I didn't watch the whole thing. Did you read the most recent um, uh, X-Files, or not X-Files, Exiles run by, no. I think it's Saladin Ahmed wrote it. Um, one of the Exiles is a Lil Wolverine, like a Lil okay. cartoon Wolverine. I'm I'm imagining it's like that. Like this is so, this is okay. uh this is this is Rohit Shetty's cop babies universe. Yeah, or like a Lil Archie type thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. Did they ever confirm if Lil Archie takes place canonically before regular Archie? <laughs> I think I think eventually that was like a, a fracture, okay. a fracturing of the timeline. Okay, so just in Lil Singham's universe, everyone is a child. Um, and his sergeant karate, I guess, probably grows up to be one of the many sergeants in the films. Uh, but he's prematurely old. Sergeant karate is also a child? If, you're, if, if, you're, if your idea that they live in a child universe would hold any water, that sergeant karate and the monkey would necessarily need to be children as well. I mean, Otherwise, the adults would be in charge of the children. The Muppet, there's... There's human, there's adult humans in the Muppet Babies already, already. My force field. That's a different species. Them. Muppets are different from people. True. Okay, we're getting off the rails here. And, and oh no, we're we're starting <laughs> off the rails. They will continue off the rails. Oh gosh, I love these movies. They're so dumb. So lastly, there is also a mobile game called Singer Returns the Game. Great title. Uh, and a little singing mobile game, which I'm sure you played. You played both of them, right, Devin? Yeah, you know all the lore. We're relying on you for this. Yeah, we are relying really on you to be our singing expert. <laughs> I don't, I've seen, I've seen some of the movies more than you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so we have kind of that like meta textual uh, storytelling, intertextual storytelling, so do you whatever think, Henry Jenkins calls it. Do you think Simba sets up an encounter killing every episode in Smashing Simba as a child? Like, Also, is how he does that work? fighting sexual assault in yeah. this children's show? Yeah, like 
Simba has some very adult themes in it, whereas Singham and Singham Returns, I think would be understood by children. Simba is complicated. And his cartoon avatar, and I don't know if I want to watch that. It is strange to me that, yeah, they have used that movie to make a children's TV show. But it's, it's well, not it's the, strange to me. It's no. the same way that they had a RoboCop TV show yeah, a and point. a Rambo TV show in the 80s. Like, you're not, the children are not going in knowing what happens in the movie. It's just funny to see that happen, like, 40 years after they stopped doing it here. Well, they've done that with, um, and I also don't think this franchise is as mature as Simba is, but they've also done it with uh, the Fast and the Furious, right? Like there's some mm-hmm. sort of cartoon about their nieces and nephews. Yeah, driving spy cars. Do they yeah. steal said spy cars? No, I think they're working with someone. It would be funny if Tyrese is the one guy in between, like he has to take care of all the fast children. But that feels like, again, that feels more in line with like- Yeah, Roman and Tej. Sing him and then making a kid's show. Yeah, Simba, again, like obviously we found examples of other kind of mature adult-oriented properties being turned into children's entertainment, but it's odd. It's it's so very odd to me. Okay, so that's that's kind of like, that's the cop universe. There's- there's more and Singham I, than you could ever watch in a lifetime, really. Like, I can't even imagine the people who made Singham have watched all of this material. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, 372 episodes of a TV show. I don't think Rohit Shetty gets up every morning and sits down with a bowl of cereal. And watches he slams a tape full of <laughs> little uh, 50 episodes of Little Singham <laughs> into his uh, VCR every morning. And then does the moves alongside Little Singham. Maybe wear some Little Singham PJs. You know, I kind of like a pair of little Singham PJs <laughs> if you could get them. Not like a cop costume, but like with the characters on them. Yeah. That's what I would want. Yeah. And all we need to do is design, uh, get someone to design a little lady Singham, and then Aaron can have those PJs. Yeah. You know what? I would love a little cartoon Karina Kapoor on my right? PJs. I would really enjoy that, actually. That would make me very happy. It's crazy because Lil Singham's force is actually like, the woman on the force does a lot more in the cartoon than they really do in any, any of the movies mm-hmm. so in that universe it's a lot more like progressive I guess. oh that's nice. that's nice okay so this brings us to Singham, the film that kicked all of this off no it slapped it all off yes slapped it all off uh and and i think for the longest time the one thing i knew about Singham is just kind of the meme that has existed online of ajay dev gone like slapping very forcefully and the excitement beating people with his belt flipping cars over yeah i feel like there was a good like solid week where everyone was sharing that on twitter and no one knew where it was from well you you get this every now and then because it's like someone finds a clip from uh robot the ratchet Mm -hmm. and film and it's like look at this guy he's holding like 50 guns how's that work or look at this crazy robot and you would occasionally see like sing him uh, grabbing the um, light post and hitting a car so hard it flips over. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of these filters clips of through like, every six months or so. Normies see it and they're like, "What is this?" Yeah, these clips of like Indian action films that'll just kind of become or like flash in the pan memes. Bahubali when they do the catapult thing where they link up into the balls mm-hmm. and go flying over. Like people say, like this is what action should be in Hollywood. Like, uh, maybe I guess that would be interesting, but it's not. <laughs> That is not even what action is like in most Bollywood films. These are kind of their own subgenre. Yeah, and and they are often pulling a lot of clips from from South Indian films. Uh, and this film, which we will get into, all these films are remakes. 
so Singham was directed by Rohit Shetty, as we've already said, starts Ajay Devgan, Kajal Agarwal, Prakash Ra, who from what I understand also played the villain in the original film. Hmm. Sonali Kulkarni, Morali Sharma, and Sachin Kadakar. It's a remake of the 2010 Tamil film Singham by Harry Gopalakrishna and stars Surya. I have seen, so I had never seen the Bollywood films of Singham, but I have seen the Tamil films Singham and Singham 3. Sorry, Singham 2 and Singham 3. I didn't see the first one, but I saw the two follow-ups. So I have seen those two. Do they have the same story? No. Oh. <laughs> no, I assume the first one does, but um, the the second Tamil Singham and the third, those narratives are not here. Is he still a cop though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Well, yeah. that's just, they can remake those down the line. And he does have like a consistent wife. So he's a consistent love interest in those ones from what I recall. Not in these anymore. Um, Singham is and then uh, like school girls are falling in love with them. Different lady each time. Mm-hmm. Just like James Bond. Uh, Singham was the sixth highest grossing Bollywood film of 2011. Uh, Devin, do you want to want to give us a plot summary? Can you encapsulate <laughs> all that is Singham? More than anything, I would love to. Excellent. I'm going to sit back and enjoy my view. We open? <laughs> scene by scene. <laughs> we don't have that much time. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, the movie opens with a uh, a cop committing suicide um, because he's being framed. Cut to Singham being birthed whole and adult from the water as an avenging angel to revenge this dead cop. For quite a while, the first time I watched the movie, I was like, did Singham watch his dad get shot as a kid? And then that kid shows up later and I'm like, no, this is not a flashback. This is literally previously on Singham. So I had the same thought though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought he was the little kid at first. The only people that matter in the first two Singham movies are cops or relatives of cops. Yeah, yeah. Uh, They changed that a little bit in Simba, but it's, it's a very like, us versus them attitude. It's really like blue lives matter, or I guess brown lives matter because of their uniform. But like, it, it is a very cop-centric uh, way of life. Yeah. It's um, kind of off-putting if, you, if you're not ready for it. So Singham really is, he's a, he's a small town boy. Um, he's like, to me, Singham is like the, what I imagine like the, the, the hockey player kid or the football player in high school uh, in in the states, they just—he's uh, always been loved, and now he's a cop, and he's in charge of the police station in Sh- Shivgarth. Shivgar, yeah, he's like Shivgar. Buford T. Justice in Walking Tall. Yeah, he is—he is the law in Shivgar, and everyone loves him. Everyone in that town loves him. Um, uh, at some point, um, he he meets up with who I thought was his friend, but turns out to be his dad's friend. And there is a completely unrelated romance that does not in like forward the plot at all, but it does give me the opportunity to watch Ajay Devgan stroll very smoothly while other people dance around him. So mm-hmm. that's really nice. This is um, playing to his strengths. Yeah. Uh, uh, love, 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 love that Singham just leans into the fact that Ajay Devgan cannot dance and is just like, yeah, have him lean, have him walk, have other people dance around him and have him look really intense. And it's, and it's gonna, it's gonna do it for you. Uh, we also learned that, uh, uh, 
the best villain in a Bollywood film that I've ever seen, potentially. Uh, Jaikant Shikre uh, is, basically runs Goa um, and can get every... Uh, that maybe was a little high praise, but I'll I'll defend that position. Um, runs Goa, um, but runs afoul of Singham because Singham uh, because he has a uh, a bail um, because he committed murder, but he, somehow he's gotten off on a technicality, and he needs to go to uh, to Singham's little town and sign every day. He, um, he sends he sends an underling to do it, and Singham's like, no. Jaikan Shikre needs to come down here and humble himself before me, Singham. And he finally does. He brings a whole uh, like uh, uh, convoy of motor vehicles down. Like uh, and 50 while guys. Yeah, and 50 guys and like 13 trucks. Um, yeah. And while he's trying to throw his weight around to Singham and show him how big of a man he is, um, Singham has to prevent the people of the small town from rioting as they smash the window, every window of every car that Jaikanchi Gray's team has brought there. Yeah. Um, Fully humiliated, having uh, having to have his thumb forcefully put on an ink pad and then forcefully on a piece of paper. Jaikan Shikre um, makes it his life's mission to ruin Singham, uh, first by getting him promoted and going to the big city and then like showing him that he is in control of everything and uh, that uh, what good are you, small fish in a big pond? To which Singham says, I am the Lord your God and I will grow as big as the container you put me in. And that's basically what Singham is. Yeah, he thought uh, he thought he would stay a country mouse, but no, the city just became more Singham than city. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is that is that a good enough summary of the plot of Singham? Yeah, I. I you are a regular. Plot I think summaries. I would. I would fight <laughs> back against Prakash Raj being the best Bollywood villain ever, but he's pretty he's- good. He's really, really yeah. good. And you have seen way more Bollywood movies than I have. But he's definitely like, oh, the German word. What is it? Beckfifkengeist? Uh, uh, someone whose face is in need of a fist. He's that. Jaikant Shikre is evil and uh, evil and powerful on a level that that is beyond. Like, uh, hi. I have your daughter. Now I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, can I see her? Can I please speak to her? And so I'll do that. Yes, daddy, I'm fine, but they're so mean to me. And then you're going to do this and then you're going to do this. And then I'm going to ask you for $10 billion. So that's what I'm asking for. Like, he's just like, this is my business. I know crime and I know how to do it. It's a very Joseph Joestar move of being like, yep, I know exactly what you're going to say next. And I've got this whole situation planned out. Uh, Although it was unclear for one of those kidnappings, if they actually had the kid, or if they just stole her phone. Yeah. I was, which I think I was is confused. great. Yeah. Which I think is great. He doesn't need to have the kid. He, he He's knows got how the to reputation. Yeah. And you haven't seen Sholay, Devin? Sholay. I have seen Sholay. That's because Gabar Singh. Gabar Singh. I'm just yeah. saying. Listen, I like Gabar Singh. I like Gabar Singh. Gabar Singh is great. I think Jaikan Shikre is a better villain than Gabar Singh. I do. Oh, I know. Have- I know. We're going to have riots in the streets over this one. I, I will say, like, Prakash Raj is very good at this. Like, he, he's he, so good. He really plays a guy that you want to hate. You, you understand hate why, you know, they would 
they would want him to reprise this role. I haven't seen um, the original I mean, Tamil probably Sangam, pretty similar. And I don't remember him in the, the two sequels. But Because he probably got murdered by yeah, Singham in the first movie. Got this is, a, this is yeah. a very good point. because uh, Singham villains don't last that long. I'm actually surprised Sona Sud made it through the, the movie. The, yeah, in the third that one. is a valid point. Because, okay, so this is kind of like my issue with the Singham films. They're, a, they're a, a vulgar um, display of power. Well, okay, I I think the action scenes are a lot of fun, especially in the first one because they they pop, they're exciting, they're over the top, they're ridiculous to a point. Mm-hmm. Um, they they don't quite become so ridiculous that they lose their sense of fun. They kind of they they get just to the edge of ridiculous, and then kind of relax there. And I think I think that's good. I think they're really fun action scenes. But the underlying ethics of the film, of this, you know, like good upstanding cop who, you know, wants to stomp out corruption and is, you know, like the best guy ever, who then uses his power and also his reputation to essentially commit murder in both of these films is an issue for me. I just find it a very mixed message that we're like, this is like, this is a good cop. We've seen so many corrupt cops in Bollywood films. I've got a list here, by the way. Yes, Matt, we'll get to his list. Um, Singham's, you know, he's supposed to be a good cop, but yet uh, the film still finds a way to have him commit murder and try and tell us that that's a good thing. Yeah, it's... um... It's like one of the most cynical film series I've ever seen because it assumes that apart from the justice that you can get at the end of a pistol or your fists, like the system is entirely corrupt. Rich people will get away with whatever. Politicians, religious figures, they can do anything to the average person and only one man can solve it. And he's basically Judge Dredd. Mm-hmm. And yes, I think exactly. Singham is Judge Dredd. Yeah. He you is. know, when you put it that way, I'm a bit more inclined to Except. to cut it some slack. But Judge Dredd is set in the like a dystopian future idea, right? Like it's this not set, set in, a in present. present. It's not yeah. set in present day. Whereas in present day, we are dealing with a lot of issues around the police, especially here in North America. This is 2011 um, though, when it came out, though. Everything was fine in yeah, 2011. But st- there weren't any problems happening. <laughs> I'm still watching it with a 2021 um, context and, you know, and things like All Cops Are Bastards are, like, in my mind. Um, and so, what? I gotta say, like, I watched this movie four years ago in a in a 2016 2017 context it is wild that singham just executes the dude that that yeah. uh, that yeah. uh that holds the key to the cage that would imprison himself it also makes sense because and i don't i do not mean this as an insult at all singham looks like a movie that was made by a very talented five-year-old <laughs> it does yeah so he's a bad guy He's a bad guy who can get rid of, can 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 deal with anything. What do you do with Lex Luthor? Mm-hmm. If if you're if you're if you're Bollywood Superman with the with the cop culture that they grow up with and the culture that they grow up with, which is very different than mine, but I've watched enough to be like, oh, mm-hmm. they look at cops very differently than than I do. 
I would um, not want to go near a cop in India. No, it looks like, it, and I mean, part of it is the media makes yeah, it more but also sensational. it like just the tactics that are a given. It's like everyone is just in a James Arroy movie all the time. Oh yeah, book. bribes, bribes for everything. Yeah, okay. uh, just beating up witnesses for fun, really, or like just as you're opening salvo and figuring out something. Like, oh, let's just hook him up and beat him. That'll let's soften him up a little. Like, well, it, it is a very corrupt police system, as per films. But this happens in so many movies that it has to be related to reality. It's not. It, yeah. it it wouldn't make any sense otherwise it, why every single cop movie is like this. Well, and every single Indian cop film I've ever seen has had an element of police brutality, even ones um, that have a more realistic approach and that are trying to show like cops who are really committed to Delhi crime. their jobs. I'm thinking yeah. of Delhi crime. There yeah. is even police brutality in Delhi crime. There is police brutality in Talvar. Patalok. And these are much more serious films they're not in the action genre yeah they're trying um, to be uh, realistic and and i don't know there is something that just i find kind of exhausting about it with again all of all of the things all, all the conversations around the police these days so i i can't deny that i don't bring those you know that that context and those those conversations when i sit down to watch a film like this at the same time I grew up watching Clint Eastwood films. I love Dirty Harry. Mm -hmm. And these very much feel like Bollywood Dirty Harry. <laughs> but, but Dirty Harry was an outlier on the force. He was. This is what if the force was all Dirty Harry's? Well, but Singham is or an they outlier. Were, they were all rigs. Singham is an outlier because he's not corrupt. Yeah, that's the, yeah. He's the only not corrupt one. And Dirty Harry is the only uh, the only non touchy feely liberal that can do the real policing, and that yeah. and that's and that's the thing about Singham. Singham has proved in the Singham movies that he is incorruptible. You cannot corrupt Singham. He, like I said, he comes into Earth born pure and sinless, and he never commits a sin except one time once in Singham Returns. He's Elliot Ness. Should we should we move to Singham Returns? Because I feel like we're just talking about both movies. Well, can anyways. I can I say can I say mm -hmm. two things about Singham? Just because yes. I don't want to I don't want to forget the two things about Singham that I that I truly love. And the first one is the scene is the entire sequence where he rips a light pole off of a yeah. off of a beach hangout and beats up a, a jeep full of dudes. And that's the scene that I like saw people share on Twitter. And it's amazing. It is, it is so good. So good. Um, it is, it that's that's what I think of when I think think Singham. The other thing that I think of when I think Singham is the song. Yeah. The, mm -hmm. the theme song of Singham is very catchy. You hear it about 50 times, but I I think it's catchy. And I think the music in the first Singham is pretty good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, yeah. The, the the first thing I think has much better songs than the second one, which I cannot, I don't think any of them are memorable except for the closing finale credits song, which we will get to. I'm sure. Oh, that was very, very weird. <laughs> Can I ask a question to the, uh, to the far more learned Bollywood people? The, the, the female lead in Singham, she's not in anything else huge, right? Why is she not a thing in Singham Returns? She's a South Indian actress. So oh. 
Um, Because it looked like they were going to get married in that one. Yeah, it really did. And then, yeah, didn't happen. He moved on to Karina Kapoor. Mm -hmm. I probably would. Uh, Yeah, she's a she's a very big like she's a big deal in the the Telugu and Tamil industries. Mm. Um, I think especially the Telugu industry. I don't know. Yeah, she ranks among the highest grossing. Um, she's okay. in some of the highest grossing Telugu films of all time. Right. I remember what it was about seeing. Okay. So in the first one. And she's in, she's also in special 26, the Hindi film, but oh, that's a great movie. Um, yeah. The majority of her work is, is in Telugu films, which are big, but it's a completely different industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the thing I liked the best about Sam one is that he essentially like rules his small town as sort of like a Solomonic Lord type. Mm-hmm. who he has very like small town crimes he has to take care of and he's very even-handed and yeah his his whole becoming a uh, big city cop thing uh it's satisfying and it kind of just leads into the problem that he is an inflexible character that does not grow or change ever he he not only not only is that like shown, he says explicitly, you never change, do you, Singham? Nope, I always do everything the exact same way. Yeah. Punching, kicking, and and slow motion. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it, it definitely comes out the gate running with like, here he is, this is Singham, you love him now. And it turned out that we did. Everyone did love Singham. So Singham returns... It came out three years later in 2014, again, directed by Rohit Shetty, starring Ajay Devgan. Uh, Kajal Agarwal is replaced here by Karina Kapoor. Uh, she is not playing the same character. I thought at first she might be playing the same character. Completely different character. She's another girl from the village, though, that he grew up with. Yeah, another girl. Uh, women, As it turns out, many people were in this village. Women in the cop universe, in Rohit Shetty's cop universe, are interchangeable. <laughs> Uh, it also stars Amal Gupte, Anupam Kerr, Sakir Hussain, and Pekash Tripathi. Yeah, I love to see a Pekash Tripathi. Very excited to see Pekash Tripathi. It's a remake of the 1993 Malayalam film Ekalavayan by Shaji Kalis. I know nothing about this film. Uh, and it is the sixth highest grossing Bollywood film of 2014. Again, so again, the sixth highest. So, yeah. So what we learn in Singham Returns is that this sort of isolated village that has nothing to do with the goings on in Goa is actually very important because Anupam Kerr was a sort of guru there and his his uh, one of his students was friends with Singham growing up. And now they're running a political party to try and root out corruption in the entire country. And this feels like something that might've come up earlier, but whatever. Karina Kapoor is another girl who went who lived in the village with Singham growing up. And, and Singham returns is set in Mumbai. Yeah. yeah. Singham, has been, the big city. Singham has been transferred to Mumbai and is dealing with, again, sort of pretty petty shit. These kids riding around on their motorcycles. Um, I kind of like that subplot of the motorcycle kids. That It, it, it was pretty satisfying. Um, but in this episode, uh, so this new political party that NFM Care is uh, um, heading up, they are sort of up against a religious uh, figure who's also allied with uh, the politicians that their party is allied with. It's kind of complicated, but essentially there's this uh, Babaji who is uh, skimming donations, uh, raping women mentioned quite a bit, uh, especially foreign women, um, and essentially just fleecing his followers and 
uh, ripping them off and living a life of luxury. I read him as like being an MSG type. Do Does that make sense to you, Devin? When I say MSG, I mean Gurmeet Ram Raham Singh, uh, who then starred in a series of movies that are all about glorifying himself that are called MSG, uh, Messenger of God is what it stands for. Uh, they are wild films that I... I know that like lovers of bad movies really seek them out because they're just kind of these insane propaganda films. Um, but Gurmeet Ram Rahim Singh is uh, kind of an awful dude um, who eventually did, he was a religious leader, he is a religious leader. Um, and he eventually- Cult leader, basically. Yeah, a cult leader. Uh, from what I understand, like convinced a bunch of people to castrate themselves. Um, and that has, didn't come up in the movie. No, and has uh, has has is now in jail for sexual assault. Um, and so I kind of I think I think there are some similarities just in the way they were describing this religious leader with just kind of my awareness of Gurmeet Ram Ram Singh. I don't know if that's just like me reading into things because I know about this one guy. Uh, but, you know, they do talk about him committing sexual assault and he is like, you know, he's fleecing people. So the sort of villainous uh, uh, guru type does come up fairly often in movies, too. So mm -hmm. he's not the only one. I remember the other thing I really like about Singham. He has a great uh, uh, zinger in the first one where Prakash Raj is like, do you have any evidence that I did all these crimes? And uh, Singham is like. Does your father have any evidence that you're actually his child? <laughs> Excellent singer. He he slapped him with his words and then he slapped him with his hand. This uh, conflict between uh, Babaji and Guruji, which is what Anupam Kher is referred to, kind of comes to a head when an assassination squad comes and uh, kills Anupam Kher in a prolonged gunfight. And uh, they also kill Singham's uh, lieutenant, one of his friends in Mumbai. He gets... Uh, hit by a truck and flung into the water. One of many trucks hitting things and flinging cars around. It's, it's an important of, motif. It's a, it's, it's a light motif through the Singham films. I have an important um, mirror uh, of, of that at the end okay. of that scene. Just sure. keep it up, keep in mind. Yeah. Um, so Singham goes on the war path against uh, the, uh, the guru, the Babaji, not Guruji, Guruji's dead, Babaji and his corrupt political allies. And yeah, uh, it it ends up with the same sort of climax as the film Chillar Party, which was a children's movie where a bunch of kids decide that they're just going to take off their pants and run around in their underpants and not let adults stop them. And it's like an actual like organized protest. Yeah. Chillar Party is delightful. Chillar Party is a good movie. Uh, Singar, Singham uh, eventually convinces the entire Mumbai police force, which I think is like 43,000 cops, to just take off their shirts, quit being cops, and help him in his crusade against uh, this corrupt establishment. And yeah, I was wondering at the beginning of the movie, like, okay, we got 1.83 crore people who live in Mumbai and 43,000 cops. Sure, I guess that uh, kind of makes sense. Oh, that's why they told us the exact number, because that's the exact number of guys who are going to be helping out Singham at mm -hmm. the end. Uh, he also shoots um, the the uh, Babaji and the politician in the ass, uh, one for his ass cheek. Um, kind of funny, I get like it's played as a joke. Like he, he just unloaded two, two bullets in each guy's ass. Like they're going to bleed to death. This one also tries to tackle the media too. Uh, 
Unapub Cares Party has a, a woman who is a, a TV anchor who's running with them. And for the first time ever, like sort of public opinion of Singham is important. Although the public opinion is yes, Singham good. We love Singham. <laughs> I really loved the main like TV anchor who I swear her bindi just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. But yeah, what did you think of Singing Returns? Because I thought it was not as good as Singing. It's definitely the worst one of these three. I thought it was pretty not good. I was so excited to watch it. I was so excited. I had a couple of friends over. Did you not uh, watched it before, before you watched Singing? No, three I, times? I'd, I'd, uh, the, I'd seen this movie after I'd seen Singham twice. Okay. So... So I was watching Singham Returns and I brought people over and I'm like, guys, this is the sequel to Singham. It's going to be intense. It's going to be epic. Uh, and then I was like, oh, sweet. Uh, 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 Karina Kapoor is in it. Uh, she's uh, a super cute uh, and it's great. And uh, this is going to be fun. And it's not very fun. Most of the action scenes are, are pretty, pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, or they it's a really or, weird slow motion choppiness. They overstay their over, welcome over overly too much. Yeah, yeah. The scene, my favorite action scene is when Singham crashes his jeep through a window and beats up an entire like room full of dudes in slow motion. Pekka Tripathi at his factory. Yeah, uh, where they take all the dirty money. That was pretty good. Um, that was, but it went on too long. It just like. It went on too long. It was just more kicking, more punching. Nothing so interesting as like strong arming a dude out of a Jeep. Yeah. Or, it's basically or, the same fight or, scene or as Dillwall. Yeah. Or causing a car crash and then pulling and pulling a dude out of a car as it flips yeah. over your head. Like yeah. there's nothing like that in Singham Returns. But that, that fight, that, that, that fight at the factory is almost word for not word for word, but like move for move what uh, Shara Khan does in Dillwale when he's, Mm. an avenger of the night or whatever that guy does yeah yeah he runs a runs a garage by day and fights drug dealers by night or something Dewale was a weird movie <laughs> it was weird um i i love the fact that they that they stole a scene from mission impossible 3 and then tried to say we didn't steal the scene from mission impossible 3 yeah. um when he gets wanged right off the car it's totally it's, right out of Mission Impossible 3. It is exactly the same shot. Um, I think they did Karina Kapoor super dirty in this yeah. movie and that she is terrible in it. Yeah. Um, I think, She's a good actress, It's, it's but she's she's not good in this. It it's is, not a good yeah. character. Um, the whole like thing where she thinks that like he's cheating on her. Oh, that subplot needed to he die. Because he knew oh, another bad. girl from the village. He was talking to her, but she actually likes some other guy. I really zoned out a lot at that part. And there's so many, there's too many subplots. You didn't even mention the fact that Singham had to fake being fired as the head of the deputy commissioner of police. He had yeah. to fake being fired of that, but he was still secretly on mission the whole time. Um, they didn't like really, they didn't really elaborate on that much. That was like maybe six minutes of the movie. He was yeah. undercover, I guess. But everyone yeah. in the universe knows who Singham is because he's the most important person who's ever existed. He yeah. can't really go undercover. Yeah, it just really um, feels like in trying to do like, oh, we'll take him to a bigger city and we'll like up all the stakes, but they just kind of lose sight of like what made the first Singham fun. Yeah, and and it's like they think 
putting more people, punching more people into the frame will make it better. And it just makes it worse because I don't know if Rohit Shetty knows what to do with the camera other than moving it is a good idea. And other directors do that sometimes. Yeah. Like you know, in slow motion, it's zooming in and out. It's 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 it, like, why are he's you- heard, He's heard of shaky cam and he's like, oh, I'll shake the shit out of this cam. Yeah. It just makes all the action, all the fun, uh, all the fun stuff that he didn't know was wrong mm-hmm. uh, is just plain. I don't know what I'm doing in this movie. Yeah. I, I don't mm-hmm. think I will say, however, I think it is great. Cause we're like, Oh, of course, at the end of the movie, they're going to flip a car and the, oh, are they going to flip that car into the river? Just like Singham's friend was car was flipped into the river. It's better than that. The bad guys killed Singham's friend by flipping his car into a water with a cement truck and Singham killed them by flipping their car into electricity with a water truck. Yeah, it's really poetic. It it rhymes, you know? I still have issues with like, again, like Singham is a serial killer. Yeah, he is a serial killer. And the other, like, the, the whole point, the whole point is that Singham is pure like mm-hmm. it, they talk about it in the song all all hail the one that is pure right he's pure good and we know this because when he stops being a cop people still follow him to do the right thing mm-hmm. yeah he's more of like an old testament god type mm-hmm. like if you do an evil act you have to die he's golden age superman to throw yeah. out yet another uh or and that was the other thing if you do something bad you have to die he's jason yeah. Whatever, yeah. whatever the culture's it's idea of what is yeah. a bad person is um, uh, that's acting against the people, whether it's corrupt police officers, uh, gangsters who bribe police officers, fraudulent gurus, um, um, uh, politicians who only care about fattening their pockets. Jason is going to come after you. You only get killed if you do like a high level crime, though. If you yeah. just insult a woman, you're just going to get slapped a bunch and no, no, you really have to steal a lot of money or kill people and then vengeance is upon you. It is really important, though, like that if you kill someone that um, their widow cry a lot, though, so that oh, you yeah, feel yeah, yeah. so that that singing feels even more motivated. Or the or the widow, the child of the dead police officers. Yeah. Just yeah. like, yeah. thank you, singing. I'm going to grow up and kill people f- for my job too. The, there's a tactile nature to the first thing I'm really like. Exactly. It's, it's seeing yes. him shoot people all the time isn't as exciting. I no. wanted to see him beating their asses. And instead he's, he just shoots people a lot. And people keep handing him AK-47s. It is definitely the, the power creep you see in the Rambo movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause like first blood is a, actually a really great movie. And it's all about him being on his own and only using like traps and stuff but by rambo 3 he's just got a big machine gun he's flying around like it's not as exciting it's it's not you know achievable i mean yeah. it's not like singing the first one is achievable either but it was just different there's lots of movies about people shooting each other there's not a lot of movies about you know punching a car so hard it flips or whatever mm-hmm. no yeah the um, first one does feel like again like a bit more unique and it's I don't know, in just its perspective, and this feels a bit more played out. Yeah, I think the the one, my favorite part of Singham Returns is hmm, when he starts beating up the motorcycle youths, it felt like the movie was trying to tell me like, yeah, Sing- it's Singham once again. 
He's yeah. going to deliver pain to the people who broke the law. And I felt like this isn't right. And then the movie was like, you're right, viewer. It's not right. And then the mom comes out and slaps him and says like, you're beating up these boys for like living in the, living in the world that they're living in. Yeah. That because happens too with the, the with the uh, politicians giving out uh, bribe money too. They're just like, you should kill the politicians. We just needed money. And also, I'm not a genius or anything, but like you could still take bribe money and not vote mm -hmm. for whoever they told you to. So I think Singham was in the wrong on that one, but he learned his lesson and he killed the right people. Yeah, eventually Singham was about to kill the wrong people. And then he learned the lesson, the lesson of not not killing people, but killing the right people. Yeah, kill so the he, big people. he does evolve over these two films. No, he, no, he doesn't. That was exactly his uh, thought before. He just briefly stepped off the path of righteousness or, yeah, he or he wanted to trick us and make us, you know, dispute whether or not he was correct. And he was, he was, he was always there. Got it. He's three steps ahead of us. Uh, so we've heard a lot about the Singham theme song. Should we play it now? Yeah. Like hopefully he doesn't show up here and what? Hi, my name is Kyle. I'm Dave. And I'm The Machine. And we do a podcast called Kyle and Dave versus The Machine. It's a podcast where a sentient machine is forcing us to watch movies in order to prevent it from initiating the apocalypse. Although, Dave, you and I tend to talk about the ideas of the movie rather than the movie itself. Well, it's the machine's fault, like everything, and then by effect your fault, Kyle, that you've invited me, and this is the only thing I like to talk about. I mean, I'm not going to face the apocalypse alone, so you seem like a good patsy to bring along with me. If you wanted somebody that was going to give you some hope, you picked the wrong person. Kyle and Dave vs. the Machine is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network locally grown, community supported. New episodes are out every Friday. At ETB, we make banking work for you by offering both expert and practical advice in saving, budgeting, and paying off debt. And though your financial situation and the economy may change over time, you can be confident that your money is safe and secure with ATB. We have a history of doing what's right for our clients, especially when times are tough. That's because ATB was built to help Albertans. For more information, visit ATB.com. So that was Singham. He's uh, left the room. He's not graced us with his presence. Uh, I've been slapped so hard that literally uh, my grandfather can feel it. So... Um, I don't know what crime I did, but really the crime was not respecting Singham enough, I guess. Um, but Devin, you had a good point about um, kind of Singham as a character and his sort of nonchalance slash invulnerable nature. Yeah, I think part of the reason, and I definitely like Singham more than either of you two do, and that's fine. We, we can have different opinions and still be friends. But I think part of the reason that I like Singham so much is because it is it is the it is the little brother of the 80s uh arnold schwarzenegger uh 
commando that kind of movie right Mm -hmm. like that's what it is that in both of those movies they film their actors in the same way they film the guns and the planes and the cars Mm -hmm. um rambo three especially yeah or like commando commando in commando schwarzenegger is shot like an f-150 he's shot like he's a truck his his character's name is john matrix in that movie that's that's a normal name yeah for an Um, austrian man (laughs) And just to just to have Singham and to have to have Singham be like this is it it is over the top in a good way in the way that Singham returns is not yeah over the top in a good way. I and think you also, could drop any other hero into Singham Returns. Like you yeah. could have uh, many other cops. And I'm going to list off a, a group of bad cop, bad cop movies in a second here. And I think any of them could be dropped into Singham Returns with no problem. Yeah. I fully admit also that I think my my own anxieties, I guess, around the way cops are portrayed in Indian and Bollywood movies are it, it, it's coming to play. You it's know? extremely messed up. It's also yeah, Mark Wahlberg so, movies here in the here though. Like Oh yeah, I'm not it, trying to say hero we, worship is not just something you get in Hindi cinema especially about cops and soldiers and stuff like that's half the shit Hollywood puts out too. Yeah. And I, I don't want to continue um, reinforcing a point that I think listeners have heard me talk about before. Um, So it's just like, it is something that, and I am not, you know, opposed stories about cops. I think, you know, there've been many stories about cops over the years, but the ethics around making cops heroes these days is starting Mm -hmm. to, you know, that's, that's a conversation. That's a conversation. The whole last season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine tried to deal with. Very awkwardly. Very awkwardly. I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle of that season right now, and I wish I hadn't started watching it. I'm so sorry. Do you think that Terry Crews' character is like the American Singham? Because no. Terry is a big beefcake of a man, and is generally shown to be in the right in most conflicts, mm-hmm. uh, and only uses his great physical strength when absolutely needed. Singham is more likely to dish out the slaps to basically anyone mm-hmm. who walks by, mm-hmm. but like they do have a certain innate infallibility to them and also they're just built like brick shit houses or at least terry cruz is built like that whereas ajay defkin is shot like that yeah exactly and he stands I, like that like and, he and stand, he's, and he's he got is, he's got that stand yeah. like that only guys who like have too big of arms they can't put them down all the way he stands like that even though he doesn't actually have that physique he still looks pretty yoked but it's not like the rock right yeah, his cop outfit is tailored on him in a way that none of the other cop outfits are tailored on even the handsomest of the other cops. I was just going to say, I do want to be clear that like these issues also exist in Hollywood movies. You know, it, it is not something that I think is unique to Indian cinema or to Bollywood cinema, but because of the way that um, Bollywood has this super cop genre where, you know, you have these movies where police officers are essentially like they're superheroes and they're oh, like superpowers. This is powered. literally, they keep saying that this is our Avengers. Yeah. The cop universe. They're strong. And, and, and I can't, I think because police officer is like a real world job, I can't suspend my like disbelief in the same way that I can of like a spy thriller. Firefighters though, I would believe all of this. Right, they're the but, best. And I know spies also exist, but like, but there's it, like, there's like a fantasy element there. Again, I'll say I've said it before. I'll say it again. This the first thing was made by a very talented five year old. Yeah. Five year old thinks cops and Superman are the same thing. 
Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, and I, I, I will say really quickly about Sing and Returns. After I had shown my friend Sing and Returns, I said, what did you think? And one of my friends said, I really wasn't used to the amount of police corruption. And I, yeah. and, and I hadn't noticed because I think it's all police corruption. It's just different flavors. Yeah. Like oh, all yeah. police movies have police corruption in them. It's just what is okay. The conservative, the conservative um, uh, American cop of like, well, you know, he's got to get outside the system. The conservative I Indian cop of like, he's the he's the good guy and he has to protect us from the evildoers and only yeah. he can because he's got like, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway. I threatened earlier, before we get to Simba, here is my list of the bad cop, bad cop genre in order of how good I think they are with the caveat that I haven't seen Surya Vanchi yet. So it is in here, but it's not actually done. And by bad cop, I mean movies in which the cops are acting in a way that does make me uncomfortable uh, because they are essentially taking life and death into their own hands because they feel like it and it's cool. Uh, anyway, number one is Wanted. If uh, you've not seen Wanted, you would love Wanted. Uh, it's the best of this genre. Okay. Uh, number two is Class of 83. This is a lot more realistic. Um, but it's 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 about the first group of uh, police academy graduates who invented uh, encounter killings, which we'll talk about in Simba. But it's essentially like they figured out, OK, we actually need to go to war against these guys and set up situations in which we can murder them legally. The, the Americans did that with the untouchables in Chicago and stuff. Right. So it's like that sort of thing. But I think the fact that it's lionized basically lion's a good choice of words here is lionized in simba especially it's like this is actually a good and heroic thing that we're doing uh you know murdering these guys uh next is debong one pretty good and if you haven't seen the debong films uh devin um they're like sing you've seen both you've seen one and two yeah mm -hmm. they're like With singing you. but funnier yeah but like i just like them better even though that salman khan is arguably a worse person i find Devon, hard disagree on like sing them but funnier I hard find De disagree i find debong a lot more fascist i mean just like we spent a whole episode talking about how the debong films are fascist and i i don't get that same i don't have those I, I have issues with these films but i don't think they are as fascist we we are comparing literally like a fascist orange and a fascist apple here they are they are two sides of the same coin. I wasn't comparing fascism at all. I was comparing jokes. <laughs> okay, you were comparing the jokes, yeah. Um, <laughs> then I have Simba, number four. Did, did the Devon films not feel more fascist? I don't know. Like, it's it's fascist in a sense that Chuapandi is, like, stealing from people and we're supposed to root for him. And his movies are a lot more based on his family and he has to revenge things from his past and his girlfriend gets kidnapped or something they're very like individual centric but Singham is literally about a strong man who we need to follow because he's the best and he knows what's right for us yeah. which is about as fascist as she gets so i think that they're very similar uh next so debong one is third best simba is fourth best debong two is fifth best Singham one rod hay which is not a very good movie uh Singham returns not a very good movie. And then Debong 3, probably the worst of all of these. Um, but that is my ranking of the bad cop, bad cop genre. I think Matt just has a thing for Dimple Capadia. 
which is I mean, why he's ranking Debunk so high. That's great too. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Sanakshi Sinha also, I think Sanakshi Sinha is the secret weapon of the Debong films. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Singham has not been able to have a female character of as in equal importance or interest, really. So that, that's definitely a failing of these. Mm-hmm. That is very true. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of female characters in the cop universe movies, does, um, does Sarah Ali Khan exist in the second half of Simba? <laughs> She is present when Simba says, should I murder these rapists? And she's like, oh, and she says, I could give you, remember how earlier I said I could give you tips about encounter killing? Yeah. You could still come to me for tips. Yeah, because her dad was like a classic encounter killer and just like, okay, I might take you up on that. And then he does it. He just does his own way. But like the idea of an encounter killer comes up in a fair amount of Bollywood movies. And it came up in real life quite a bit if class of 83 is to believe because that's a yeah that's a like a, a retelling of a nonfiction book and we've discussed like the shootout at wadala film yeah shootout at wadala and i forget like it's enough that like a, a counter killer specialist in scare quotes is like a stock character you can get in movies now mm-hmm. um I, maybe it's race three where they like they say like she's an encounter killer specialist which is she's a cop who murders people mm-hmm. which is weird but anyway uh, Simba. Who's describing Simba? Hi, I'm Simba came out in 2018. Again, directed by Rohit Shetty. It stars my favorite, Ranveer Singh. I think everyone knows. Is this him selling out? Ranveer Singh. Um, you know, I think Ranveer Singh is well suited for this kind of masala energy. This is not like my favorite mode of his, but Ranveer Singh has a ton of range that he can do this and do Gully Boy, and it still feels like the same actor. You know, I, I'll say that Ranveer Singh, his accent and the way he looks, it feels like he's doing like a classic cop character, like he's doing like, I don't know, Poirot or Inspector Clouseau. Like he's he's made a whole character out of this. He's making a whole meal out of this thing, whereas Ajay Devgan is like being a god in human flesh and doesn't have to act that much. And Ranveer Singh had also done all those Ranveer Ching Also directed by Rohit Shetty. Also directed by Rohit Shetty that are questionable in their um cultural appropriation have you seen those devin no no i've read about them but i have not seen them should check it out they i think they played in the theater before something they are a lot (laughs) yeah it's sort of like a mad max movie but with one of them is yeah reversing uh shilling noodles and they even and hot sauce and hot sauce. They even show the noodles that he shells in Simba. Mm-hmm. There's a guy mixing them up for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just want I just want to be clear. You're telling me I definitely need to check out a series of soup commercials, noodle commercials. But yes, they're pretty short. <laughs> okay. I'm not. Nah, wasn't. <laughs> I know it's hard to tell where my eyes are looking at on the Zoom call. Was not looking to my left. No, okay. I, I think that it is important to understand the Rohit Shetty and Ranveer Singh partnership. Yeah. Trident Refuse Productions calls Rohit Shetty the Michael Bay of Bollywood. And this is like when Michael Bay would do ads for things. And I think it is kind of important because these movies are an ad for the cops. Yep. Mm-hmm. And why not just watch an ad about noodles? It's the same shit, basically. So along with Ranveer Singh, we have Sonu Sood, who's playing the villain here. You are very excited to see Sonu Sood. Always love to see Sonu Sood. Me too. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, I'm a Sona dude. 
Sarah Ali Khan. Uh, this was not her debut. This was her second film, though I don't know if anyone saw Katarnath, so it might as well be her debut. Um, Ashutosh Jadav, Vaidehi Parasharami, and cameos from Karen Johar, of all people, uh, Arshad Warsi, Shreyas Talapad, Kunal Kemi, and Tashar Kapoor. They are all in the Gomal films that Rohit Shetty directs. And so they all show up in uh, a big dance number. And I guess from what it's I understand, I like that. I like that number. And it's a it's a remake of a song that was in um, a previous Arshad Warsi film. Uh, and then Ajay Devgan, of course, has a cameo as Singham. And then we have a surprise cameo as Akshay Kumar in the Suryavanshi character uh, telegraphing that this this franchise will continue, this extended universe. Yeah, I would have liked to see Justice continue. Roe return in Suryavanshi. Mm -hmm. That would have been a nice touch. Mm -hmm. uh, the film is based on the 2015 Telugu film Temper by Puri Jagannath, which stars N.T. Rama Rao Jr. Uh, from what I understand, Kaljo Agarwal from the first thing in film is also in that film. Uh, and it is the fourth highest grossing Bollywood film of 2018. Yeah, so, I mean, that's a solid record. They're making more money. I suspect Suravanji is going to be, it, I don't know, it might be the highest grossing Bollywood film of they 2021. Yeah. 83 could also do very well. We so got we'll like we got pandemic problems right now, but people want to go. Yes. They want to go see a movie. Yes. Uh, so the plot of this film is it, it's it's different from Singham. Singham. Simba is a different character from Singham. He grew up in the same village as Singham, but instead of growing up with a sense of justice and honor and purity, he is corrupt. He Here's wants a question. How come little Singham didn't help him out? I don't know. Different universe. Well, there had to have been different universe. So if you're correct in like Singham is born as Singham from the water in the first movie. So I guess he wasn't around for the first part of uh, Simba's life. Okay, go on. Anyways, uh, Simba is, he he loves to be corrupt. He, he's on the take. He wants- He's about as on the take as some yeah, could be. He, he wants, loves it. He wants lots and lots of bribes. So he gets a posting in Miramar and he is excited for all of the bribes that he is going to be able to take. He immediately falls in love with Sarah Ali Khan, who like is making like lunch boxes. She runs a catering company. Yeah, she runs like a catering company and makes lunch boxes. And her dad is an encounter specialist. That will be important. Uh, Simba, it, and we should note that like Simba doesn't wear his cop uniform. He yeah. wears his plain clothes, uh, even though he is like, top dog anyways so simba is enjoying his life as a corrupt cop uh but then a woman that he's gotten rather close to because she reminds him of his sister well no she reminds him of the woman who taught him school at night right. when he was a child reminds she him call, like he calls him he calls her his sister yeah exactly yeah. he calls a lot of people his brother and or sister as an orphan you think that he's looking for family yes that's a good point yes and she is frequently seen kind of reading to kids at night uh she is upset because a lot of the children that she's been taking care of uh are being forced by the local drug runners run by sonu sud to participate in drug running they get put in their little backpacks. So she goes to find evidence of this and she is caught and then unfortunately brutally gang raped. And murdered. Um, and murdered. Uh, 
this this prompts Simba when he speaks to her as she's dying in her in her hospital bed. This prompts Simba, uh, who is moved after speaking to her as she's dying in her hospital bed. Uh, this prompts Simba to vow revenge and suddenly and do his job. Yeah, and do his job. And then he starts putting on his cop uniform and he's no longer interested in being corrupt. He has had a moral awakening and he wants to bring these men to justice. However, in order to do so, he has to resort to encounter killing. <laughs> and so I find this a, a very mixed message, personally. It's weird. Uh, I will say, though, that I do, I like this movie, I do think this movie is kind of fun. And it's partly because I think, I think Ranveer Singh's performance is really fun. I think Sonu Sood is a great villain. And this film also has, like, a lot of color. Like, it's just kind of enjoyable to watch. But I also find it kind of like morally repugnant. Yes. Especially, especially after, after the turn. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. the turn going from like, haha, thanks, thanks, uncle, for giving me this money. I'm on the take and I love it to you raped my friend to death and now everyone's going to die. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's not fun anymore. It's and maybe topical. that's the point, but it's like, not fun. It's it's topical. He literally brings up the India's daughter case, which is the like the main thing that happens in Delhi Crime, the mm -hmm. Netflix show. Like it's this horrible uh, rape situation where the victim died. He brings this up and as the, like justification for what he's going to do, and it's like and the image of her of of the victim here in in the hospital and the way they're describing it i think also brings up yeah. that case they're their point like th this is like a recreation basically although well not quite but. but like that is being used as his moral event horizon like i'm going to change now and it feels very uh disconnected from the rest of the universe uh like political corruption sure you know gangsters sure but like Okay, uh, shouting out, not shouting out, but like alluding to a really horrific rape case that like changed the country, really. Simba even says this later at the trial. I don't know if that's necessarily what I would hang a bit of a, um, you know, fun entertainment on. But again, like we're not critiquing these movies as people who would make their own movies. And we're not saying like, this is the movie I would want to see. It just reads really weird. Yeah, it's just like, it's a tonal disconnect from the kind of fun action film that you feel like this franchise is kind of built around to this, like, to confronting this very serious issue, but in a way that feels like, yeah, and completely manufactured. And it's just like, I don't buy it for a second. <laughs> I, I thought, I thought it made sense with the, I think, the creators of the film are like, well, it was it is important for us to bring to light another another thing that is corrupt about our system, right? Mm -hmm. I've said that uh, uh, kind of like off the cuff that Singham is interested in justice for the people, and all of the stuff is is um, people who are with up above the system and the people that the system fails. Singham Returns is poor people who are bribed to vote for people. Um, and you, Singham, you don't care about us poor street people. 
You don't care about us. You care that the rich people get punished, but you don't care about protecting us. And then Simba is women are treated very badly um, by the by the justice system in our country. And I'm like, oh, I appreciate you using your platform to bring bring these things up. And I think it's good that you're trying to have that conversation. I just don't think this the Rohit Shetty's cop universe is the place to have these conversations. Mm-hmm. It's a it like it sucks all the fun out of the yeah. room. And then you feel bad for like, well, this is an important subject. I shouldn't be upset because I want it to be more fun. But then but I came into Simba because it's like yeah it's like kicking and punching and flipping and stuff like and also is the uh, intent here to scare off potential gang rapists because simba might come get you like i don't know if people necessarily need to be able to be told that it's it is like one of the cardinal sins basically don't do that i don't know if the fear of simba is going to change anyone's mind i have a weird theory that the cop universe movies are about um, what do you do when someone feels guilty? Hmm. Not someone is guilty. Someone feels guilty. You could tell you that that guy is up to guilty. something. Yeah, yeah that guy's up to something. Yeah, the guru, especially. Well, the the Baba. Like, you could tell that you know this. These people in power, whether it's street power or religious power or political power they did something bad to get there and these truths will be brought to light or it doesn't matter you just kill them yeah you don't need a trial it's all about it's all about whipping you up into a frenzy to to go like yeah extra judicially murder this dude well like an american version of this would be uh tracking down and killing that uh that rowing team kid remember that guy Mm -hmm. like that's what that would be because we all know that he did it right we know it deep in our guts yeah and it I, doesn't matter if a court of law cares it's we know yeah it's 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 like it's like la confidential the cops some of the cops in la confidential are bad cops doing good things yes and you feel good that they're doing them because you know yeah. that person needs to be punished yeah when you russell crow rescues the girl who's trapped in the house it's just like yeah those men deserve to die and um, uh, James Cromwell's character, Dudley Smith, he is essentially a serial killer. I've read all mm-hmm. the books. Like he's yeah. he he's a he's a cop who basically kills for fun. But the fact that he's killing bad people makes it okay, basically. And it is sort of vicarious to live through because it would be great to live in a morally uh, straightforward universe like that, because then you wouldn't have any qualms about anything. I love is- L.A. Confidential. And I just have to say this. Spoiler is really confidential. Sorry. Every time <laughs> movie is... I sit down to watch that film, I'm, I forget about the big reveal about James Cromwell because he just makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. And I just think he's like the most trustworthy guy ever. D- Dudley Smith is one of the, <laughs> like great- the greatest casting. Dudley Smith in film version and in book form is like one of the best uh, characters ever written in American literature, I think. And... I guess he would be sort of a Simba slash Singham equivalent because. But doesn't he, Dudley take bribes? Like, isn't Dudley more like one of the. Well, he's like, he's like Simba. He like, he's like Simba in that he's on the take all the time, but he also knows like, you know, I could get my rocks off by killing the guy as a rapist. F- him, let's kill him. That this is fine. Justice is being served, you know, 
it might not be in the court's justice, but it's the real justice that we all know in our hearts. Yeah. That's where, that's where Singham lives. Singham lives in our hearts. He's the policeman inside of our head. Yeah. Like the, <laughs> Singham, Singham lives inside of our hearts and is the cop inside of our head. Yeah. What there's a, that's a t-shirt. It? It's that, uh, that Adam Curtis movie, uh, Oh, I have to look it up, but there's like, it, there's a policeman inside of all of our heads and he must be stopped. It's something like yeah. that. That's yeah. Singham. He lives, he, he's the, he's the Kwisatz Haderach, you know, how the Bene Gesserit can only look so far into the male half of their genealogy. And that's where the Kwisatz Haderach lives. That's where Singham lives. Wow. Lives I the, brought up, I brought it at LA Confidential specifically to get Matt going. I didn't bring up Dune at all. <laughs> you just got there. The spice uh, blow is uh, in the wind right now, so <laughs> it's going to happen. Uh, so so wait, wait, wait. We've we, we said that Singham is Dudley Smith, the Kwisatz Haderach, literal we've, God himself. <laughs> we. What other things can we relate to Singham? Um, back to back to Simba. I'm curious on what people, uh, how people reacted to this performance from Ramveer Singh, and I'm also curious about if you guys enjoyed Sarah Ali Khan. No. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that there was enough of Sarah Ali Khan to to like. Like, none of these scripts are very good. Um, and I I don't know what language she's speaking, but she seemed like she delivered the dialogue the way the director wanted her to. The end. Yeah, I have. I like, love Ranbir Singh's character and his portrayal in this movie because it feels like a stock character that he is inventing on the fly. And I feel like that's one of the things that I like so much about uh, about watching uh, Hindi film is that like I only get like I I get the the outlines and uh, things start filling in, but every once in a while it's like um, what's it the 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 thumb on the on the hand of the iguanodon that everyone thought was on the nose is like is that a nose is that a thumb what is that for and yeah. everyone's just like oh yeah well that's this and you would know that if you've watched all these movies I'm like I don't care it's just crazy fun um, well the, so the comedy... the sergeants at these uh, police stations are always sort of stock characters like yeah. there's yeah. either the lazy guy who's on the take or like the guy who is six months away from retirement and kind of wants to do a last actual justice. Like you, you see these in a lot of films and I think they, they deploy them effectively. Simba at the, at the beginning of the movie, he's, he's very clearly a very broad comedy character, almost like, almost like a silent movie yeah. villain character. And I'm not just saying that because of the mustache. Um, he, he is so broad. And I think part of that is because he's still a child again, going to the whole thing, like he's, the whole point of Simba is that he didn't have a family. He didn't have a pot. He didn't have a mother to hold him when he was crying and he didn't have a father to beat him when he did the wrong thing. Those are the two things that you need from a mother and a father, according to this movie. Um, so as he grows up, he learns, he learns how to talk to girls. Like even when he's yeah. talking to Sarah Ali Khan, he's like, D, oh, a girl likes me. <laughs> and it's like, that's what a 10 year old would do. They also say and that's this, the uh, aspect of the film that I like. I kinda, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. The sillier it is, the more I like it. And then when it tries to push through this this social message, that's where it really loses me. They also said that about Singham in the first movie too. Like, he's like a boy. He's it, it's in the first song. I think it's he's like a boy. He's full of mischief. I didn't get a lot of mischief out of Singham. Uh, no, he's a very straightforward person. But maybe he's an innocent. He's an innocent in the ways of love. I'll say that much. Maybe little Singham is little Singham scamp. 
hundred percent little stinker, doing little tricks and things. Classic little stinker. What was your favorite action part of this movie? Well, it's it's more the second half that the action really kicks off because the first is sort of a comedy about what it would be like to be a corrupt cop. Uh, I actually thought the scene where they do the encounter killing was pretty good. Like they they shot it really well and like just set up like the the amount of people in the room and how they would work with the CCTV and that sort of stuff. It was really skillfully done. And you could imagine as a jury member, like believing it, right? Because mm-hmm. you have to. Um, I thought the court stuff after was kind of boring and bad. Uh, I also liked when he picked up that one sort of business guy and threw him through a table. That was pretty good. Um, <laughs> I'm worried that Simba will be kind of not really in Suryavanchi because he doesn't match the other two from what I could tell of Akshay Kumar. But like Akshay Kumar is always a fairly similar guy in all of his movies. Simba's And the, they're fighting terrorists in Suryavanchi. Yeah, and it's like, I don't know if Simba really cares about terrorists. He's... He's got one specific thing. He doesn't like rapists now, um, and he's going to deal with that. But I guess maybe if coerced, he could work on terrorism as well. Singham is opposed to injustice in all forms, so that makes sense. Yeah, I, I think, I don't know, my favorite action sequence was when he when he puts on his cop uniform and the Singham song starts playing, and then he kicks mm-hmm. a bunch of dudes in the police uh, that office. Ruled. Yeah. That was pretty cool. But again, why is the Singham song playing? when like because he's embracing the good cop i think just like this is when this is when like the simba song the simba song which doesn't really ever kick into high gear i feel like that's when the song kicks but i suppose that they wrote that song to have it kind of work with while it was played simultaneously to sing them yeah um, and, and did like, you enjoy really when Singham showed up to say to, to save the day? Singham Are shows you... up for a very weird reason. My fa- I forgot my favorite action moment is when he punches the second dude that Singham punches. When he punches him, he flips around him and then leans up against him. Yeah, yeah, unconscious. And <laughs> then you great. cut, and then Singham steps away from him and he falls over. That ruled. I like that a lot too. That whole fight scene was good. And then, like, Sono Suit is actually strong enough to hold off both Singham and Simba as yeah. a physical threat. I like that yeah. a lot. Sono Suit is great. I don't think we've actually seen Singham. There was, like, kind of, like, one bigger guy in the second one that took, like, 15 seconds to defeat for Singham. But Sono Suit is, like, the first person to actually um, be a physical threat to both of them. Because yeah. he's a he's huge. I love Sono Suit. I, I mean, I never for once believed that Sonu Sud would make any of them bleed even a little bit, yeah. which I think is a failing because if, if he's supposed to be tough, like what if he's hit Singham so hard in the face that Singham gets a minor nosebleed? Oh my God, Sonu Sud is really tough. Singham punches a dude, I think I counted in Singham Returns. I think he punches him eight times and his he's got all his teeth. He's, he's in the face. Yeah. No blood. Uh, it's it's a no blood universe, really. Yeah. Well, because they're for kids. They are for kids. Yeah, <laughs> they are for kids. Despite despite the subject matter of Simba, so much of the movie still reads as like a kids movie. It's pitched at a child level of morality. A child may not understand what happened to the girl. Hopefully, doesn't understand what happened to the girl, but realizes that it was something bad, and Simba should actually try being a cop for once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
these are weird movies. I did enjoy watching all of them in a 48 hour period, mm. but I don't know if I could do it again. So you're all, I think we're all looking forward to Surabanji at some point, Heck maybe yeah. even in theaters. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I admit I am excited to see Katrina Castillo. Well, oh, here's a question. So we've heard that Siddharth Mahotra might be joining the cop universe, but who else should? I mean, I I don't know how you make one of these movies with a female lead, but I do think that should be something to consider. Well, you could have uh, uh, Mardani join the cop universe. She's kind of in this vein. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Randy Mukherjee. Yeah. Uh, they don't have like a Navy-focused cop, so maybe someone who... A naval cop. Well, like, they kind of are covering a lot of bases, like Simba's the sexual assault cop. Surya Vanshi's the terrorism cop. Singham is like the cop of cops uh, who this uncovers is, all bases. They're is, like G.I. Joe, though. This is perfect because, uh-huh. as, as you've said, they all have the same uniform, right? They're yes. all cops. But if you make the lady the sea patrol cop, then you have an excuse to get her into a swimsuit and you just made the movie. Yes. And also, um, if I remember correctly, the police in Calcutta have a very naval-inspired uniform. I always oh. notice this whenever a movie's set in Calcutta. Oh, yeah, they're white. They're wearing, like, white, like, naval, um, not quite dress uniform, but, like, a just a regular Navy uniform, you guess. But that's their cops. So if they get one from Calcutta, that's who it would be. So you need a sort of Bengali uh, lady cop. That's who would join the force, I guess, as this, the naval cop. <laughs> Going undercover to solve Navy crimes. It's sort of like when in the 80s you had like Knight Rider and Airwolf and Riptide. Like you had all these different levels of uh, terrain covered by different uh, units. So I think we need a space cop, I guess. <laughs> but I mean, that's, that's where it's going. Singham goes to space. Jason went to space. Now Singham's got to go to space. They're just going to airdrop Singham into something pakistan probably as as someone who has watched all of the friday the 13th for the first time uh last month i'm actually trying to figure out how to make the five later friday the 13th movies into singham movies and they actually work pretty well singham takes manhattan singham goes to hell singham in space singham is like a yeah, Singham X. He's... Freddy versus Singham. Um, the, the female cop is Tapsi Panu. Tapsi she, Panu, yeah. She can do the action and she can also really pull off well, the comedy. Well, she's in Nam Shabana, right? Like she's yeah. already in the anti-terrorism units. So that would work. All right. I think it's probably good to wrap it up here. I don't know. We could think of more actors to throw into this movie. Yeah, but uh, also at some point we need to wrap up the episode. I mean, this has gone very long. We didn't even talk about the child who was singing in the song at the right, end of Singing Returns. That. Okay, sorry. That's extremely That's weird. Uh, do you want to set that up for us, Devin? Because it's, oh. it's really uh, a strange scene. So please do. So the end, so the end of Singing Returns is, a, you know, Rohit Shitty and team brings you Sing and Returns. Fades Yo Yo Honey Sing Sing. And then, and then, what's the name of the song? No, the the artist who's singing is Yo Yo Honey Sing. Yo Yo Honey Sing. And so it it is uh, Ajay Devgan and uh, Karina Kapoor. And a thousand children. Standing around. And there are like 
hundreds of children in Singham uniforms and one tiny child in the Singham uniform who just starts, who keeps screaming, I'm gonna lose my mind. Yeah, that Singham's catchphrase basically is like, once he's pushed too far, he's like, I'm, I'm gonna go nuts. But yeah, like so many children in, in khaki police uniforms and then so many children in white undershirts. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really like one of the more amazing ways I've ever seen to end a film. It it was so fascinating. <laughs> and I all just... of these kids are going to join the force, I'm assuming. Or maybe that kid was Lil Singham. And this was a rare sort of crisis on Infinite Singham's type thing where they met and had to work together on like a singing crime. <laughs> They had to stop Yo-Yo Honey Singh from stealing a diamond. Crisis on Infinite Singhams is that's probably the episode greenlit immediately. Yeah, like what if there's a bird singham? What if there's a walrus singham? What if there's a lady singham where all the dudes don't talk? Yeah, it's it's the it's the lady universe where all the roles are switched. I think we got something here. I do think that like Sigam comic books make sense though. Like mm-hmm. comic books in this universe. Well, he's basically the Punisher, yeah. essentially. I don't he's more so than Judge Dredd. I mean, Judge Dredd, the whole way that judges work in the future is really screwed up. Singham is the Punisher. He has his own sense of justice and he follows it regardless of who's in the way. Sing Singham is an idea that we cannot that we cannot fully define through simile and metaphor because we have tried to compare him to six major uh, North American fiction characters and none of them quite fit. Singham is too big to really be comprehended. Yeah. Singham uses non-Euclidean geography to exist in this plane. We only see a portion of Singham. And on that note, uh, Devin, we want to thank you so much for coming on and sharing your love of Singham with us. The forbidden so texts. Much. The forbidden texts. That's, uh, that's what Little Singham is. Where yeah. can people find you online if they're uh, interested in more of your hot takes? I don't know. My hot takes. You can find me on Twitter at Dr. Underscore Teeth. Uh, I used to be in an acapella group called Apocalypse Cow, but we haven't sung together since the COVID-19 pandemic. Theoretically, I have like six episodes of a podcast called Scotch and Comics that I just need to edit, but just find me on Twitter and I'll just be angry and talking about movies. That's probably where you would find me. You are delightful. You'll catch his uh, Suryavanshi take fresh off the take oven there. Fresh off the take oven? Yeah. It's like a stove, but also, I don't know. Uh, Mamma mia, these are some hot takes. Yeah, that's that's where the takes are the hottest on Twitter. So that brings us to the end of this episode. We will be back in two weeks. And what are we going to be doing, Matt? Okay, so you thought we were having difficulty with uh, the Hindi horror films. Hindi noir, I think we have reached like as many as we could possibly do. Yeah, we are we are going to attempt a Noir Vember episode. We have no idea yet what movies we're watching and what movies are available. Uh, so I think we'll put it up on Twitter to ask for suggestions uh, for films people would like us to talk for our any uh, talk about for our annual Noir Vember episode. But um, at this point, it might just be like mystery movies that are not very noir. Mm-hmm. Would no smoking count? 
We did know smoking we did, already. We did oh, know smoking. Our episode. But yeah, I, I it's kind of got some noir elements. Yeah, it is a neo-noir. I would be excited to watch that movie again. It's pretty wild. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So every November we do a November episode and it's becoming increasingly difficult to do that episode. Last year was what? Itafak in Shanghai. And it's just like two movies that have crime in them and were released during the neo-noir period or the early neo-noirs. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're going to figure that out. Uh, get excited to see what that ends up being. Uh, in the meantime, Matt, how can people keep up the show? Well, you can uh, follow us at Bollywood pod on Twitter. I'm at Matt underscore B O W E S. I'm at Ernie Fraser, E R N E F R E S E R. You can go to facebook.com slash Bollywood for lovers, tumblr.com slash Bollywood for lovers, uh, rate and review our podcast. Be great. We haven't had one in a while. Uh, if you want some biffle points, that's the best way to do it. Um, and uh, still fairly chaotic in podcast land. So if you do rate and review us on your favorite podcasting service, please send us a message on Twitter or something because we might not be able to see it right away. While you're rating or reviewing us on your favorite podcatcher of choice, you can check out my other show that I do with Paul Matwichuk called Trasher in the Movies. Did you also do a singing episode? No, oh, okay. we just put out an episode on Aladdin and the Thief and the Cobbler. So if you are interested in uh, me talking about animation, geeking out about animation, you can go listen to that. Uh, thanks, and we, to, thanks to Becca Dalkey for making our Tuffy picture, which is our logo. It's yes, really nice. Yes. And that is it.